a desert planet with twin suns. Why do I sense we've picked up another pathetic life form? Use my knowledge. Much to learn, you still Welcome back to Twin Sun Talks, folks. I'm your host, Jonah Liu. Thank you so much for listening, and welcome to this month's edition of The Ability to Speak Does Not Make You Intelligent. The Ability to Speak Does Not Make You Intelligent. Uh, on this month, we have, once again, my brother Jeb. Jeb, how are you doing? Pretty good. Good to be back on. Glad to have you back. And then, for the first time ever, we have Mr. Zach Krasinski, one of my old co-workers from over the summer. Zach, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing just great. Glad to be here. Glad to have you. Okay, so before we get started, Zach, since this is your first time on, uh, I'm I'm going to need a little bit of a profile from you because that's what I always do whenever I have new guests on. So, Zach, I'm going to need your favorite character, favorite movie, favorite show, and then uh, if you could have a lightsaber, what color would it be? All in the context of Star Wars, of course. Okay, favorite character? It's hard for me to pick. So I'm going to be between two, and okay. it's probably between Chewbacca awesome. and Yoda. I think Yoda was always my favorite growing up. Strong strong yeah. choices, he's, strong choices. He's great in all ways. Yeah. Um, favorite movie is probably The Return of the Jedi. Excellent yeah. choice. Favorite Valid. show. Um, I'm very optimistic for some of the new stuff, but... Probably currently favorite show would be. Man, I really should have picked this. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. I like the but genuine favorite reaction. show. Probably, I really enjoyed the last two seasons of Rebels. First okay. two seasons, not so much, but the last two seasons I really enjoyed. So yeah, we'll say that. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. And then lightsaber color is that right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Correct. Definitely the white that Ahsoka has. They're yeah, so lightsabers cool. are dope. They're so yeah. cool. And like the new sounds that they put to the lightsabers are so unique for the white. Yeah, I know, saber. cool. It's so yeah. cool. I, I do like, like, yeah, they kind of give each lightsaber a different like personality almost. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, no, I completely agree. They're, they're super, super cool. Well, dude, that's awesome. That's that's one of the more unique profiles that we've had. Very I think. Yeah. We, we, have a, we have a lot of sheeple who just like to say the same things as me. I think they think that that's going to get them on my good side. But Yeah, no oh, way. That yeah. could be unique. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, but no, um, no one can have the same opinions as you. No, it's never. So no. They're just, try, they're just no trying one. to kiss They're just trying to kiss up if, if, if that's what they have. <laughs> but, um, but anyways, awesome. Thank you so much for that, Zach. Uh, mm-hmm. And without further ado, let's just dive into a little bit of Visions. To continue, we need one singular vision. My vision. Alrighty, so today what we're going to be talking about is essentially our feelings about all the new Star Wars projects that we have to look forward to this year. Uh, Last year was a bit of a dry spell for Star Wars. Uh, We really only had the Bad Batch because Book of Boba Fett started in 2021, but most of it has been in 2022. We're not really going to be talking about Book of Boba Fett much because... Uh, we're actually recording this just after the second episode came out, and this is going to be releasing quite a bit later. So I don't want to have any like muddled confusion about about the show because we ha- really haven't seen too much about it. But I mean, for, I, we can have first impressions. What do y'all think of the show so far after two episodes? Uh, I really like it. I mean, I know a lot of people are giving it a hard time 
but I just I really like the exposition almost. Like I don't think that they should st- stick with it for too much longer, just because I think they need to, like as you said in your review, um, get to the present, yeah, get to the main storyline. But it's just really interesting to me how they've really developed the Tuscan Raiders into. Mm-hmm. I think that I'm just going to say things like from your review, like <laughs> no, from no animals into like humans into actual people i think that's really cool too and like we were just talking to our our dad like now instead of wanting like a lightsaber whenever we want like a gappy stick like i don't know i just really like it it's It's, it's really cool i'm definitely excited (laughs) i think it's got a lot i think it's got a lot of potential um i think they've started strong i mean of course there's going to be negative feedback about any star wars thing ever because people are like that but i'm always yeah a big optimist about star wars stuff i enjoy it all you know i love the world i love of the course. whole lore of everything and so i'm 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 pretty easy going with whatever star wars puts out i'm gonna really like <laughs> but, I, respect that, um, I think agreeing with jeb like i really love the kind of dive that they've done in some you know unknown races you know unknown like cultures and stuff that are in star wars that we don't you know don't know a ton about and so that's been really neat, but I'm definitely excited for them to kind of leave the backstory and get to the, get to the plot. So it's okay. You know, it's only the second episode. So yeah, I'm yeah. still, I'm still ready to go. No, totally. Yeah, no, same here. And I, I, I'm, I'm very excited. I think that they're setting a really good tone. I think that I like the more personal storytelling devices that they're implementing. Whereas the Mandalorian felt very much like it's like a big wide world where this one feels like, well, obviously, we're not we're not traveling to as many planets as we did in the Mandalorian, but this is this feels much more contained and much more personal to Boba, right. and, and I really enjoy that. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, but moving on, we uh, we have four shows that we or three that we know for sure. One that we're fairly certain is going to be coming out this year in 2022, and those are Kenobi and or Bad Batch season two. And then Mando season three. Mando season three is the only one that could spill over into 2023, depending on how production goes. Um, but I guess, what do y'all think? I have a couple questions like about it generally, but yeah, what are y'all most excited for? What are y'all hoping to see from it? Just general thoughts. Anyone can feel free. Mm, to, I'm to so fight. excited to see you and McGregor back in action. I That's think so exciting. Y'all are. I think it's, when it's that when that exciting. first got announced, like that alone was just the best news. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. so definitely. I think, I think that, lot, yeah, go, oh, go go for it. I think there's a lot of potential, um, and I think it's a you know a storyline that we speculate or are very familiar, like fairly familiar with probably what happens between there, but also a place that has a lot of potential to explore and you know elaborate and talk about those early years before you know Luke was. In, in in the scene so mm-hmm. i think it's gonna be i think it's gonna be really something something special most definitely yeah and but, i I, I think that no you're good um i think that that's that shows going to be very indicative of the what the state of star wars is going to be moving forward because i think that book of boba fett has had, had a good amount of hype around it but i think that what people are really 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 excited for is that kenobi show mm-hmm. and i think that if that doesn't do well that'll be a sort of nail in the coffin as it were for star wars for for at least the foreseeable future because there's so much hype around that and has been so much hype around that for a Mm -hmm. while but i i really think that it's it's going to deliver because 
yeah, like you said, Ewan McGregor's coming back, Hayden Christensen's coming back. I think that they're going to give a lot of redemption for Hayden and a lot of justice to Ewan that, that we haven't necessarily seen paid off since the prequel trilogy. And, and I'm super excited. So Jeb, sorry, I cut you off there. Going back to what Zach said is like, we, we know a lot about this era in legends, but there's almost no canon. Am I right? About like in yeah, between when right. Obi-Wan exiles himself and between, and, uh, episode four. So for Kenobi, we have, we have like nothing other than yeah. a little bit in rebels. Except for like the half of an episode. Or whatever. Yeah. How long is it? In well, no, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's barely anything. But yeah. But there's just so much that they can do. Yeah. That I mean, I, I just think it'll be so cool. I agree. I agree. I, I'm I'm very excited, and I think that it's it's not even close that that's the one that I'm I'm most excited about out of the four that that we have uh, mm-hmm. to look forward to in the near future. But because Bad Batch, as much as I liked it, it was a little bit flat by the end i think that it has yeah. a lot of compelling storylines but it had a lot of and I, I i dance around calling things filler because i feel like at the end of the day a lot of things serve the greater plot in some way or another with character development or anything like that but it was it was filler i mean like i like i don't like to call it that but but a lot of it was was very um it, it just felt like noise it didn't feel necessary and it felt like they were kind of running on a treadmill and staying in the same spot the entire time so i'm hoping that we get a lot more about the rise of the empire i hope we get a lot more crosshair content and i hope that we get a lot more about the clones like hauser that are mm-hmm. rebelling against order 66 like after the fact and so i know zach you and i watched an episode um on a church retreat over the summer. That was a pretty, oh, yeah. pretty cool moment. Um, <laughs> what, what are your thoughts on, on Bad Batch moving forward? I'm excited. Uh, I think they still have a lot of character development things that can, like not that they lacked it, but I think there's just a lot more room to grow and yeah. there's a lot more story to explore. Um, definitely like excited for Cross Crosshair, right? Did I say that right? Yeah. Confused, yeah. Yeah, you got it. Um, I always like want to say that it's like a different sniper term. <laughs> it's his name. Yeah, no, you got it. You got it. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to like see. I think he has a potential to have a neat arc. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I think I think what you said is right on. I think there's a lot of great potential of talking about more of the Empire and First Order, kind of early things of that, and the, or the First Orders later. So, but yeah, I'm excited. Most definitely. Jebby, I watched pretty much everything else with you. So Yeah. <laughs> so, so going back to what you're talking about with Hauser is I thought that it was so interesting that like whenever Hauser was like saying how like, oh, all of this is wrong to all of the rest of the clones, like a good number of them actually like threw down their shields, threw down their weapons. Mm. Yeah. And so um, that makes me think like there has to be like so many more yeah that yeah. think the exact same thing i mean yeah so, even yeah even at the end whenever they had done the bombardment of camino mm-hmm. and yeah. um is it admiral rampart that's what his name is right i think so um yeah. whoever the admiral in charge of of war mantle and all that is um he um he, he asked a clone a clone for like status on 
uh, the, the destruction of Camino, and you can hear like kind of sadness almost in the club when mm -hmm. he's reported, like it's been completely destroyed. Well, and so yeah, so you kind of get to see like maybe the effects are like wearing off. Maybe it's just like like after a certain amount of time after the order's been given, it's kind of less potent i don't really know because we see yeah. in the clone wars that they, they have so much personality so much individuality and we see that completely taken away in bad batch so and sad yeah and so i don't know i i really hope that they explore that more though because i feel like that was probably the most interesting thing that they went over in the entire season mm -hmm. and we really didn't touch on it all that much mm -hmm. so i'm really it's a good way to explain of like why they end up not using clone troopers later on you know, exactly like maybe yeah. the inhibitor ships do like degrade you know and they become less yeah. reliable yeah and i think that that's i'm, I'm really hoping that we see obviously we're not going to see the clone uprising on camino like there isn't legends but i'm mm -hmm. really hoping that we see some sort of clone uprising as like the the, the reasoning for for why they phased out clones pretty much like a couple years into the into the the reign of yeah. the empire because like what, really there, there, there are 19 years between revenge of the sith and um and a new hope and, and by the time of a new hope there there are basically no clones left um mm -hmm. so i think that i think that it's it's really wrought with potential for like something really cool and really sad and mm -hmm. uh and i and i hope they they capitalize on that but mm -hmm. the other two we really don't have too much to go off of for what they're going to be about i think andor is probably the one that we know the least about um and honestly, that's probably I'll, we'll, we'll save Mando season three for last because because that's one that that might get flipped anyways. But Andor is going to be about Cassian Andor, who's one of the main characters in uh, the movie Rogue One, mm -hmm. and um, and it's also going to star K two S O, the repurposed uh, Imperial security droid. But um, it's it's unclear what the show's actually going to be about um and it's i don't know i i'm not entirely sure how how it's going to play out i think it's kind of early days of the rebellion i honestly i just don't know what to expect they haven't really given us too much to go off of but um it's uh i i don't know i think i think that it's it could be interesting because rogue one's one of my favorites but I, I think that i'm really drawn to a sort of a more um I, I it's almost like the spectacle of star wars you know what i mean it's like yeah. um like l lightsabers jedi mm -hmm. big mm -hmm. fights and that might be a little bit uh like a, i don't know i feel like it's going to be a little more personal which could be cool but that's just not something that's super appealing to me just empirically so jeb what yeah. do you think well i just know so little about this because i feel like exactly yeah like <laughs> no exactly if you don't have anything to say i mean i don't have anything to say so it's yeah i don't have anything to say about it okay that's fair zach what do you I, think I mean, i'll try to think about i, I don't know he's yeah. Yeah, we're yeah sorry zach no it's okay i was just <laughs> I, i'm probably gonna say a little bit of the same thing i think <laughs> there's not much to go off of but i mean rogue one was really cool and i think i remember when i heard rogue one about it and hearing like the reviews that the presence of no jedi is interesting i think that's probably what we're gonna see a little bit here probably with the story too just probably not a story about jedi but more about just the people around them around 
this situation. So I think that could be cool, like Rogue One was, but we don't really know anything. I like the actor, though. I think he's going to do a good job. Yeah, um, I agree. But who knows? <laughs> I do not. Um, yeah, I don't have too much to say. I know that my buddy Scott is really excited about it. Um, so maybe I'll, I'll, whenever we get a little more information on it, I'll, I'll try to have him back on and we can, we can talk about that a little bit more. That was Scott's favorite movie, right? Rogue One's his favorite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but that being said, Mando season three is really the last one that we have. And since baby Yoda Grogu's gone, the main crux of like the first two seasons is what's the show. Is he gone though? Is he? (laughs) Uh... I mean, he's not gone, but he's taken out of the equation, at least for like the beginning, I would assume, unless they're going back and forth between like, yeah, I was about to say Luke storylines. Yeah. Which, which I kind of would be cool but at the same time kind of not it'd be cool but i'd prefer them to just make that its own show if they were right. going to do that because uh, that's that not really much, I think. the mandalorian yeah bring in hey bring in sebastian's and... yeah and no exactly but bring in sebastian stan as young luke skywalker and run with it i think that, that would be <laughs> no, well with this i don't think that they really can because they've already done the what what was it that they used to do his they're not going to do that for an entire series that was no but i don't think that they should make an entire series because i don't think that that's i feel like that could just be like like another like an episode or like half an episode in the mandalorian luke starting his jedi academy after return of the jedi wouldn't be an interesting oh oh i thought you. that you're talking i thought that you're talking about him like training grogu or whatever oh no i mean that would be part of it but that wouldn't be well, the was, entire thing yeah never mind sebastian those, would be good. Um, <laughs> i forget which movie it was it's probably uh it's probably the last jedi lol but there's that scene <laughs> in the stable where that kid like you know pulls the broom towards himself oh uh, yeah oh yeah that was so dumb you know but it's like <laughs> such, such a such a small thing you know i feel like they yeah. can, they haven't really explored a lot of like rebuilding the jedi Any, like jedi order i think that could be yeah cool. yeah i mean the thing with that is that that's that's way after the mandalorian at that point that's like right yeah years that's after. A yeah. Um, yeah so i i could see that being like a, a show focused on ray which i don't want right. but i mean <laughs> um i mean i i would be i would be very skeptical about it but i think that they could do it well if they if they ended up deciding to do something like that um but uh for those of you that aren't um, watching on YouTube, Jeb, Jeb had to step out. And for those of you who are watching on YouTube, that's why Jeb doesn't have a video feed. Um, but uh, anyways, um, I forget what I was talking about. Oh, um, yeah, Ray. I mean, I, I, I'm i not going to talk about that too much because I think that I've made my, my feelings on the sequels very it's your clear favorite. on this podcast. No. I, I was actually just thinking about this the other day, and this is a bit of a tangent, but I'll filibuster while Jeb, Jeb's... Uh, off camera but um episode seven of this uh, of, of star wars the first episode of the sequels is mm-hmm. really what like reinvigorated my love for star wars because i went on a pretty solid like it wasn't like i feel like it was more like self-rebellion where i was like trying to like kind of recreate myself almost where i was like oh i don't want to go to AM anymore i don't want to go to uh or i don't want to do these things and i don't like star wars anymore because that was what younger me uh <laughs> liked and then like episode seven came out and i was like oh no nah, this is pretty cool it's cool this, to like star wars yeah it's cool to like star wars this is like a two-year stretch of my life in middle school where i was like ah this isn't cool anymore 
Like, and then I was like, oh man, this is pretty cool. <laughs> and, and so I, I have to give credit to the sequels that in that regard, that, that they did kind of rope me back into Star Wars a little bit. And I think that that might've happened either way, but um, at least to a certain extent, the sequels kind of re- reignited my, my Star Wars fandom personally. But mm-hmm. as far as The Last Jedi and them, Rise of Skywalker go, they are awful. And I have talked about that at length in other episodes. But anyways, if you like them, more power to you. Almost all of them. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Okay, we're we're done talking about this now. Um, But uh, (laughs) as far as Mando Season 3 goes, probably, if I had to guess, it's going to be centered around Din Djarin's conflict with Bo-Katan. And essentially them, like, going back to Mandalore and, like, maybe like reinstituting like traditional Mandalorian rule of the planet or something like that. I don't know, but, um, but Jeb, what do you think? Um, I mean, that's what I was going to say about it. Like, so for people who don't remember, like Din Djarin is the rightful owner of the dark saber right now. And what I don't understand is, wait, can you say something again? I can't Sorry, I muted myself. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> um, what was I saying? Well, but like Sabine, like just gave the dark saber to Bogotan. Yeah. So why can't Dinjarin just give the dark saber to Bogotan? If I had to guess, and this is a theory that I have, and I haven't had this podcast since I um, I, that since the Mando season two came out. But if I had to guess, there was probably an issue with the fact that Sabine just gave it to Bogotan. And that kind of like is how Moff Gideon kind of swooped in was like, hey, she's not really like legit in her like rule of Mandalore. Mm-hmm. And that might have caused yeah. some sort of dis- like discrepancy within within the tribes and or the clans. And uh, within that conflict, Gideon was able to kind of step in and um, and take control himself. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, if I had to guess, that's probably what happened because there's a pretty big gap between um between rebels and the mandalorian and in that gap there was some sort of purge of mandalorians Mm -hmm. that is referenced in the first season that we don't really know anything about Um, that i would like to learn more about i'm I'm guessing that this next season is probably going to go through that but uh Mm -hmm. but yeah uh zach do you have any thoughts about like further about mando 2 or i mean Mando 3 yeah um, nothing big. I mean, excited to see where it goes. I'm excited That's about fair. all these, but yeah, yeah. I think it, I feel I think like... it left at a, at a cool place. Yeah, but not really sure where they're gonna go now that the the thing that was carrying it for the first two seasons, aka Grogu, was kind of exactly. Sure. Yeah, we'll I mean, I guess they have this whole side of the dark saber and yeah, man, ruling Mandalore. I guess that they'll explore um, exactly. So we'll see. Yeah, I mean, I feel like this is kind of like almost like the phases of it, the MCU. It's like this, that was phase one of the Mandalorian. Mm. Now we're moving into yeah. phase two of the Mandalorian. Yeah, so, I, I don't see this going past maybe a season four, though. I'm guessing that probably not. No, it, mm. it probably only needs to go that far, but we'll see. Sure. I don't know. But um, okay, let's. Or this is one question that I that I have. Do y'all think that Disney is kind of oversaturating the market with between? marvel all the marvel shows and all the star wars shows what are your what are your y'all's thoughts on that do you think we're getting too much content do you think it's kind of diluting the 
diluting the specialness of what what we used to get or what what do y'all what are y'all's thoughts on that well uh i don't care i say i say (laughs) i say give me as much content as you want and i'll i'll absorb it i i i I definitely get the argument of like i remember waiting you know years for movies to come out or shows to come out you know and the excitement of it all but I'm just as excited for all yeah. these things, you know, and it's, Man, okay. it's even more exciting to know that they're going to come boom, 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 one after another. Okay. And if I, one is taking a, a month break, Marvel's running something, you know, and exactly. if Marvel's taking a month break, then Star Wars is running something. So 100%. I, yeah. I get, I get the, the feeling of like, ah, I don't know. Is this, is this not a good thing? But yeah. I love it. It gives me something well, to do. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I feel like Disney is just trying to um, accommodate like the new, like the new norm. Like that's what people do now. Yeah, they yeah. just sit down and want to watch things, even if they're shorter. They just want to watch. It. They binge things more. Exactly. Using streaming services more. We are not going to movie theaters as much. Yeah. It's just they're trying to, uh, trying to change with the change. No, that's fair, and I, I think that. I think that y'all both make great points. And I, I would agree, especially, yeah, I would agree with you, Zach, that I don't care. I like it all. <laughs> so, like, yeah. give it to me. But also, <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, I just feel like the Marvel model and the and the Star Wars model are slightly different because as far as Marvel goes, I do feel like Marvel is starting to get a little bit stale, just the tiniest bit. Yeah, I that. think that they mm. need to branch out a little bit more and try some new things because I think they found something that worked and that people liked and it was very safe and it worked for them for a long time. Mm-hmm. And now they've been doing it for several years and it's starting to get old. But um, mm-hmm. And it's still good, but it's not as great as it could be, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, and... But, but the issue with Marvel, I think, is that they're bringing in all of these new new characters that don't really have too much established history in the MCU. And, and the purpose that they're bringing them in in these shows is to establish history for them. Mm-hmm. But I think that that makes it a little less compelling for some people. Whereas with Star Wars, the really exciting thing is it has so much of this existing lore that's just waiting to be used. Mm-hmm. And yeah, exactly. you have so much to draw from, especially with like, characters like Boba Fett characters like Obi-Wan there's the lore is there the backgrounds already exist you just need to take advantage of it yeah. so well, I kind of with Marvel as well with all of the comics yeah I but like. I feel like Marvel's a little different because there's so many different storylines so many different runs of different characters that you can take a lot of different yeah, interpretations for different things whereas with Star Wars there's pretty much one linear storyline and there there are different branches in the EU and stuff like that but for the most part mm-hmm. it's one linear storyline and even if it's not all canon, you still have a lot of source material that you can draw from that people yeah. already know about. And maybe casual fans don't know quite as much about it, but it's still there. And yeah. so I feel like that gives Star Wars many more opportunities to make really good content that, that's really cohesive and really, really meaningful. And that's why I'm, I'm really excited about the Star Wars stuff. I'm a little hesitant about the Marvel stuff just because I feel like they, they're, they're, they're verging on negative oversaturation i don't feel Mm. like it's negative yet but i feel like they're they're dancing along the edge and it kind of makes me a little worried but i i trust Mm. kevin feige and i I think that he knows what he's doing yeah Um, 
So those are my thoughts. I, I, I think I yeah, interrupted. Feige we trust and Filoni we trust. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> I was gonna say, in Favreau we trust. <laughs> I was going to say that it's it's both franchises are kind of at a unique stage where they're kind of like big babies. So for Star Wars, you know, the whole Skywalker storyline. And for Marvel, just all the Avengers storyline. It's kind of, yeah. they're both kind of wrapping those up. I mean, Star Wars has wrapped those up more than Marvel has. Marvel but, has. you know, and so they're both in this unique phase of, not only trying to create something new, but also like cater to a newer and younger coming up audience that may not be as familiar with the storylines as people that grew up with it, you know? Yeah. And so it's a very unique phase, but I think Star Wars has the advantage in the fact that the universe is just much bigger. Yeah. I mean, granted, Marvel is definitely diving into the multiverse, which I think is a really smart move for them because it makes the universe a lot bigger. Mm -hmm. Um, But Star Wars, it's a lot easier to create because sure there could be a totally new planet we've never heard about exactly sure. you know like, yeah exactly it's, it's easy to like latch onto and believe in yeah but once you get outside new york for marvel mm-hmm. it's a little <laughs> it's a yeah, little like, no. oh. <laughs> 100%. you're <laughs> not wrong at all yeah. so there's both in very unique growing pains phases exactly yeah no. i i, I would agree with that and i feel like st- I, I feel like marvel has has been much more consistent in their quality than Star Wars has, which is unfortunate. I would say that definitely. Marvel has true. been on a pretty consistent incline. Star Wars has been like a, a bit of an <laughs> oscillating graph, if you will. Um, but yeah, do y'all have any other thoughts on the shows, or should we uh, should we play some games? I like games. I'm down for games. Games are good. Okay, then let's dive into this is where the fun begins. This is where the fun begins. Alrighty, so I'm going to let y'all choose. Would y'all rather do some super hard Star Wars trivia or Star Wars versus everything else? Uh, super hard Star Wars trivia is basically uh, some questions that I pull from this like really difficult Star Wars trivia book uh, that I have. Uh, I don't I don't have it near me, so I can't say the title off the top of my head, but, but I've used it in a lot of other episodes and I've, I've mentioned it there. Or would y'all rather do Star Wars versus everything else, which is where we um, pit Star Wars characters versus uh, characters from other franchises? Jeb has to choose. Let's do, let's do trivia first because I think that people will. And I think that the other one will be more fun. So okay, okay, that's <laughs> right. Well, better one for last. Well, well, this might be the only thing that we do though. So oh, well then let's do the Star Wars versus everything. Okay, that's fair. Um, okay, so let's do Star Wars versus everything else. Uh, let's start with Crosshair versus Hawkeye, and or Legolas. But this is Crosshair going up against either of them either two so i i essentially ranking who you think is the best out of those three i guess <laughs> but it's mainly how crosshair would fare against either of the other two because it's a star wars but like everything else crosshair has a gun and the both of them have bows <laughs> i mean yeah but well, it's not it's more Hawkeye like has special arrows though exactly trick uh, arrows special arrows but it's like it's less of like who who would win in a fight and more of who is more accurate, more skilled mm. in battle, more, uh, more of a, a helpful asset to a given team. I'm gonna pick the dark horse. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna say. Legolas. I'm gonna say Legolas. Yeah. Legolas. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I would say. I that. mean, you think of his his rap history, Legolas. his his long life, his elvish eyes, yeah, like 500 years exactly. old. His, his strategy, and also he just you know took down a Mumikel pretty cool 
It's true. It's so, true. No, I would say that Legolas is probably And he can top. jump on falling rocks. That's yeah, true. it's true. He doesn't need <laughs> any sort of conventional uh, Newtonian mechanics to help him uh, in his in his fight against uh, fight against any orcs. He just he creates physics. He is physics. Um, <laughs> he is physics. And orcs are a lot harder to take down than droids or aliens. Shatari. Maybe. Track suits. Yeah, that's true. Definitely track the, suit. or tracksuits. Yeah. <laughs> tracksuit mafia. Bro. 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 <laughs> Legolas um, suits for sure. <laughs> okay, oh, so we're, we're pretty much all in agreement that yeah. Legolas wins out of those three. How about Hawkeye versus Crosshair then? Crosshair. They're a bit a little bit more comparable than Legolas was kind of because kind of an unfair. I think that Crosshair. Unfair. Sorry, you're good. I think that Crosshair, since he's like literally genetically modified to have. Mm enhanced traits yeah. mm-hmm. they're they're pretty similar honestly because yeah. hawkeye seems to be like it's almost like kind of a natural thing for him too where he obviously has had yeah. to train and hone his abilities but at the same time you see him like use like the little like what is it a bottle cap that he's able to like use to turn on yeah. a tv from the couch and he just yeah. does like the yeah yeah the little snapping thing and so like i mean i don't know as far as like skill I think it's really, really close between the two. And we honestly haven't seen enough of Crosshair's abilities, which is a right. prime. Exactly. But I feel like the little like the little uh little reflector things that he uses are pretty similar to like <laughs> Hawkeye's trick arrows almost. Yep. So I don't know. Hawkeye has more versatility with his arrows than we've seen with Crosshair. Okay. Yeah. But Crosshair's also like really good. So I don't know. I think what do you also think? like we've seen yeah. more of like Hawkeye's agileness. You know, crosshair we really just see sitting in a sniper's nest most of the time. We don't really see him. That's fair. I don't think we saw a lot of hand to hand from crosshair. Probably did see a little bit, but not yeah. really. Hawkeye For the most kinda, part, he's yeah. Hawkeye's good up close or far away. You know, he's got it. I I, yeah. I would say Hawkeye. Yeah. I think. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm honest. I'm so very torn. <laughs> I guess I'm the tiebreaker because y'all are kind of y'all are split. I would. I don't know if if we're going like head to head matchup. I don't know. I really don't know. <laughs> I think I also would say... another, another proof for Hawkeye is like when you see him create all those arrows, like he's a smart guy too. Like he knows what yeah. he's doing and he's able to create and be creative. Crosshair can get like burnt half of his face off and still survive. <laughs> yeah, but so. he had a, a, a healing tube or healing pod, whatever you call those. Back to tank. Yeah. The back to tanks. Yeah. Um, well, he ooh. has, well, Hawkeye has like the band aids. <laughs> It's true. He does. <laughs> Hawkeye has stereo strips. That is, strips. That is a great point. Bacta <laughs> versus stereo strips. Um, Whoa. Um, that's, that's our next Star Wars versus everything else. Um, but uh, honestly, just given the lack of crosshair content that we've got, generally speaking, I think that Hawkeye has proved himself a little better than crosshair does crosshair has but i think that when we get a little more crosshair content that might change but i'm not Mm -hmm. entirely sure i would i would probably err on the side of hawkeye though so i'd say that okay that's everything else at this point yeah everything else unfortunately beats star wars in this case um do y'all want to do one more of those or would y'all like to do the trivia now i want a trivia question next choice 
Okay. Okay. No. So this is super hard Star Wars trivia. We don't necessarily expect y'all to get these correct, but they're just kind of outlandishly difficult um, okay. questions from this uh, this kind of trivia book that I have. So what class was the escape pod used by C-3PO and R2-D2 in A New Hope? Was it a class six, <laughs> a class two, a class four, or a class nine? So <laughs> class nine. Okay. So what I think what I'm thinking of is seats. Okay. Nine seats, four seats, two seats, mm. or whatever. So I think that it is a class four. Okay. Y'all are both wrong. It's a class six. Um, I don't think no. that there's any reasoning, Jeb. I appreciate you trying to reason your way through it. I don't I was going off there's... of like maybe like generations. That's fair. You know, and I was like Yeah. Surely there'd be, you know, there's probably nine pods. I don't know know what it's based on, but the book said six. So, um, what is the maximum number of womp rats usually sighted in a pack? Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. Answer Answer choices. choices. Is it 10, 30, 20, or 50? Remind me what the womp rats are again. Womp rats are like these little like creatures that are on Tatooine. I don't think we've ever seen them in like canon, but they're like mm. they're about the size of the hole that uh, Luke shoots the torpedoes into to blow up the Death Star, and they mm. resemble like kind of like I'm trying to think of like a comparable size. And eaters. It's almost like a like a mm, it's bigger than a ferret, uh, like a like a dog, like a medium sized dog. So where do we like see that. these from? Like books or something? You, so like you hear them spaniel. you hear them referenced in a new hope where it's like okay. oh that's that's barely bigger than a womp rat uh, but then you also get to see them in the star wars uh phineas and ferb crossover oh, brought to you by <laughs> disney channel actually they were quite a bit bigger in that one they're probably more the size of an anteater you're right Jeb. um so okay so, what were yeah. the choices again yeah. Okay. So, oh, this is completely different than what I was picturing. In oh, Jeb looked, Jeb Sorry, looked, it I just up. looked it up. Um, I looks like a saber. Looks like a saber tooth tiger. Saber tooth okay, tiger. One second. I'm, no, but then in another picture, it looks like what I'm picturing. It's like an ROUS. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, that's very different. These kind of look like the. Um... Yeah, that, that is like an ROUS from from the Princess Bride. That's kind they of. They almost look like the sand people's things but they're not yeah those are like i don't remember what those are called those that's like a kind of dog yeah um what the the little like the hounds that the, the, hounds of the tuscan, oh the, the hounds tuscan have. the tuscan hounds yeah, yeah. So, um but anyways the, the answer okay, choices well. for the size of a, a womp rat uh oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> are 10 30 20 and 50 10 okay uh 30 y'all straddled it it's 20 Ah, ah. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> embarrassing, guys. I don't know what that yeah. one. Um, okay, I have one more, uh, one more question, or we can move on to another uh, Star Wars. I want one more before. trivia question. One more trivia. One more. Yeah. Okay. Oh dear. This is a. Uh, this is. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to be able to pronounce this correctly. Um, what is oh, the Ub? Okay, Ubrikian. Ubrikian mm-hmm. model. Yeah. Okay. DD thirteen droids nickname. Is it Butch, the Crusher, Galactic Chopper, or Knuckles? Knuckles. I'm looking up DD thirteen because I don't know what he is. I've already answered my question, so I'll What were the other the three options before Knuckles? 
It is Butch the Crusher, Galactic Chopper, and then Knuckles. Galactic Chopper. An engine just pops DD-13 up. DD thirteen is the Star Wars is, is droid. this. And I'm realized that this is a podcast, and me saying this is not very helpful. <laughs> okay, but what were the options? One more time. One more if time. you want to go to I YouTube get it right. and check out the audio, the visual feed, which is going to yes. be available on YouTube, look up Twin Sun Talks podcast. Go find us on YouTube. Oh, this find guy. this episode, and then subscribe to us. Um, yes. But anyways, the uh, yes, the choices it. are do it, do it, Butch, <laughs> the Crusher, Galactic Chopper, and Knuckles. I'm gonna say Butch. Uh, I'm still staying with Knuckles. It is Galactic Chopper, unfortunately. Oh, that's, ah, <laughs> that's, that's literally what I was going to do, but then I wanted to stay with the one that I started It's with. very embarrassing for both of you. Obviously, I knew every single one of these. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, because yeah. You, yeah, look, you have the answer. <laughs> I, you're the grand, you're the grand I, master. I, I, despite me being the Grand Master, I knew none of these before <laughs> knowing the answer itself from the book. I don't know if Yoda would know. Um, I don't think that Yoda would either. Okay, so we have uh, we have a little bit more time. So do y'all want a quick more one more of Star Wars versus everything else, or do y'all want to just move on to Rank of Master? Zach? We'll do one more. One more. Okay. Uh, yes. Let's do Yoda versus Dumbledore. And this is kind of similar to one that we've done before, <laughs> which was um, which was uh, a Padawan versus a Hogwarts student. But I want the prime of both, mm-hmm. which is Yoda and Dumbledore. Who wins in a fight? And I, I can let you all talk first because I have, I have, a, I have a revision to one of my arguments that I made for the, the Padawan versus... I versus instantly know my answer. Okay, Zach, what's your answer? <laughs> it's got to be Dumbledore. Okay, why? Because... He's got fancy spells, and I mean, sure, maybe the Force can stop the spells, but we don't know that. You know, all, all Dumbledore's oh, got to say, oh. all Dumbledore's got to say is no. a couple words, and shoot that green zappy stuff out of his wand, and then Yoda's zapped with the green zap spell of a Kedavra, <laughs> and he's dead. That's true. Okay, so, Dumbledore so, would never so, do that, so, of course. Deb, I would like. We're, we're, I, I would say let's exclude morality from the situation, just for just to make it interesting. Yeah, then Dumbledore. Because, yeah. Okay, Jebby, are you gonna say the thing that we figured out before or okay. no? Um, I think that Yoda, since he's just got all of his, I was about to say Spidey sense, mm-hmm. his force abilities, like, since, like he can. Like block blaster bullets, mm-hmm. so and spells don't go very quickly. They move about as fast as Star Wars blaster bullets go. So, I mean, even if Dumbledore like apparates, like they can block the lightsaber bolts with like blind vi- visors on. Yeah, true. They don't need to see. So I think that. Yoda would win pretty hands down. Mm. I um okay, so this is this is the biggest thing, and this was the point of contention that I, I think that this was with my episode with Scott, so the most recent one of uh, the ability to speak whenever we did a Padawan versus a Hogwarts student. But um so one second. Okay. Shoot. One second. Okay. So it was the biggest thing was whether or not a lightsaber could deflect the killing curse, which is what you were talking about, Zach, right. which is a Vada Kedavra, because we know that there's no counter curse to it, meaning that there's no magical way to stop it. Mm-hmm. But this says, okay, and this is straight from harrypotter.fandom.com. Um, mm-hmm. The only known counter curse to this, uh, to 
Avada Kedavra was sacrificial protection, which was used by the power of love. The killing curse was conventionally unblockable. Uh, therefore, shield charms would not be able to defend against it. However, one could dodge the green bolt, block it with a physical barrier, or use um, something that I can't pronounce. Um, but there was like a very specific. It's a star- it's a, it's a Harry Potter charm that I'm not going to even mm. pretend that I know how to say. But you can like text it to no, me. I'm, or, okay. <laughs> but um, but that being said, um, no, it's a link, so I can't copy it, and I'm not going to try. Oh, yeah. But um. That being said, I would think that a lightsaber is in fact able to deflect the killing curse because that is a physical barrier, rather than like I, th- I the argument before was like if it, whether or not it's a state of mind where it's like you just kind of it's like a the same like logistical um, properties as like a birthday wish where you're like I want them dead and then they just die like the flash doesn't really do anything, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. if you're able to block it, I think that Yoda wins simply because I feel like any magic that Dumbledore tries to do would just be negated by the lightsaber. Mm. Well, the um, thing is, I just thought of something. Okay. What about like a Patronus? What's a Patronus going to do though? I don't know. Like it can defeat Dementors. So Yoda's not a Dementor. It could, it could <laughs> yeah, push Yoda away. Like okay. it's not just for Dementors. Patronus is like for it just protects the cast. Yeah, but but what's it going to do to it though? What's it going to do to Yoda? I don't. I mean, hurt, hurt like, him real can't bad. It... <laughs> it can like at least like maybe I, I don't know. I don't think that a Patronus would do it. I, we don't see a Patronus like physically harm somebody, do we? Can't can't like no can't like they didn't Harry like ride his Patronus? No, no. I don't know. I'm thinking of Festrals. You know, you know Star Wars, but or I mean, you know Harry Potter better than I do. I'm thinking about Festrals. Mm-hmm. Festrals. Do you know? Do you remember what Festrals they're are? The, uh, like yeah, the, they're, they're only visible to yeah. the people. Yeah, the lizard horses. Lizard horses. I like lizard horses more than death unicorns. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I th- I still think that Yoda. I would think that Yoda win too. I think the Force beats magic. Upon analyzing new evidence, it has become clear to me that Yoda probably would win. Due to his agileness alone, honestly. Yeah. Could probably dodge. Yoda is. He just jumps around and commits war crimes. That's what he does. Um, But. uh... Anyways, uh, I think that that's all that we have time for with this segment. Let's move on to uh, Rank of Master. You are on this council, but we do not grant you the Rank of Master. Alrighty, so um, in this edition of the Rank of Master, we have two different quizzes to give. Uh, This Mm. is unlike anything we've ever done before. Um, Where Zach is a youngling, he's going up, trying to get up to Padawan, and Jeb is our first ever knight that is trying to get up to the rank of master so this is very very exciting and uh if this is if you're new to this this is essentially a three question quiz that i give to any of my guests uh that that come on and they have the ability to move up a rank the point system is very ambiguous i mainly go off vibes um and i've never disclosed how i decide whether or not uh, someone moves on or not there's nothing to disclose there's nothing to disclose (laughs) i've come up with it on the spot but um, I encourage my guests to uh, talk through, if they don't know the answer off the top of their head, to talk through their answer and kind of give any context that's kind of adjacent to the topic that we're talking about. 
uh, just to kind of give me an understanding that you know about the Star Wars topics, but don't necessarily know the specific answer. I understand that people know different things about Star Wars and are interested in different things. So uh, I tried to accommodate for that. Um, and that being said, like the Real Jedi Council, I will allow my personal biases and opinions of you as a person to uh, sway my decision on whether or not I'll let you go on to the next rank. So we're going to start with you, Zach. Uh, you you have the Youngling quiz, which is going to be hopefully fairly easy. Um, are you so. ready? I, I am ready. Okay. And this for the Youngling quiz, I try to take uh, pull things from all three trilogies. So one from each for each question, of just course. to accommodate for people that know different things. So... How did Obi-Wan Kenobi defeat Darth Maul on Naboo in The Phantom Menace? Wow, excellent question. So, <laughs> Obi-Wan Kenobi is hanging by a little knob, right? And yes. And his, his master has since been slain. That's correct. Alert. I guess I should have said that before. It's okay. And I mean, Darth Maul is watched. standing above him, ta yeah. taunting him in a sense with his lightsaber. You know, yes. against the ground. Of course. And Obi-Wan senses a lightsaber kind of on the on the balcony above him. Of course. And so he uses his strength and force ability to vault himself up over Darth Maul, surprising him, catching his lightsaber that he force pulls himself in the air, and then cuts Darth Maul in half. That as was he goes plummeting down into the chasm beneath. That was a superb um, description of what happens. Oh, absolutely I, delightful. I think that was, I think that was one of the Master. better answers that I've received um, received on this podcast. All so. of mine were just answers. That was yeah. Jeb, Jeb answers the question before I'm done asking it. So thank <laughs> you, thank you for that, that. Zach. Uh, you are correct. Uh, the answer. All, all I was looking for <laughs> was that he cuts him in half, but you went above and beyond, and I will definitely take that into consideration uh, in the final tally. Thank you. Master. Um, question number two. Jakku, where Rey grew up on her own after being abandoned by her parents, is mainly covered by what ecosystem? Mm, thank you for that question. Well, if I were to describe it, it would be a dry desertist, re desertist region. Also, perhaps a the battle old battlegrounds of a star fight that happened on the outside of the planet. It's true. That's very true. And all I was looking for, once again, was desert. But but you went above and beyond. <laughs> and you, it's true. Um, and just as a little side note, the the, the battlefield that, that you see kind of strewn about the planet is, in fact, the Battle of Jakku, mm -hmm. which is, uh, historically speaking, uh, the, the final battle where the Empire remnants kind of made their last stand after the, uh, the events of Return of the Jedi. And that's a kind of officially where the New Republic uh, wins out against... Um, the empire and, and what remains of it so yes it is a desert well done zach um thank you you're two for two going into question number three and question number three is what is the name of the alien gangster who hung han solo's carbonite block as a wall decoration wow thank you for that of um, course. question tip your hat shiny shoes tip your hat shiny shoes <laughs> he he is um the uh, the gang master I'm thinking uh, what's it called in Boba Fett it's yes. called the the the, the, di the Dido right Daimyo Daimyo yes. of Daimyo. the city of the main capital city of Tatooine and his name is Jabba the Hutt or the guy that who kidnaps him I guess and hangs him is Boba Fett yes right but that's very true in the palace of 
John the Hutt. Exquisite answer. Um, Thank Zach. you. Uh, well done. Well done indeed. Um, yes, that is correct. Really uh, Jeb, do you know the full name of Jabba the Hutt? Uh, it is Jabba the Salajic Tayor. That is correct. Well done, Jeb. Um, but uh, anyways, <laughs> if you want to learn more about Jabba the Salajic Tayor, you can go back and listen to my Star Wars ASMR video where I uh, mispronounced a bunch of Star Wars words that were very hard to pronounce uh, in the form of an ASMR video, which mm. was my first ever dislike on Be YouTube. Prepared. Um, probably rightfully so. But anyways, if you want to check that out, it's episode 56. Why not? Um, okay. Well, Zach, you went three for three. And I think that I could say with much clarity that you definitely deserve to move up to the rank of Padawan. So congratulations. How do you feel? Thank you, Master. I will not let you down. <laughs> of course. I, <laughs> I, I appreciate that. Um, okay. Well, this is a next up. We have a very, very special uh, thing. This is our first ever actual rank of Master quiz. Uh, where Jeb has the ability to move up to the rank of master. And I did something kind of special. For the other quizzes, I tend to handpick the questions uh, to make sure that they're spread equally throughout uh, the franchise and make sure that they're, uh, they're pretty fair. But for the rank of master, I figured, first of all, it's not really fair if I'm the one picking because I can make it intentionally really hard for Jeb. I can make it intentionally really easy. And so what I did was... Intentionally really easy um, for Sean. Yeah, sure. I'm not sure Sean's only going to get there if he, if he earns it, but, um, yeah. Okay. Uh, and he did, earn but, it. <laughs> but what I did was I numbered all of my potential questions and I put them in a random number generator and I generated three random numbers and those numbered questions are the ones that Jeb is getting now. And I put them in the order that I think that he'll do best to worst. So the, the last one I think is the hardest one. And the first two are easier. So, question number one for you, Jeb. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. I think so. What is Ahsoka Tano's alias when working as an informant for the Rebellion? Saw Gerrera and Cassian Andor also utilized this title. So did um, Callus, correct? Yes. The uh, code name is Fulcrum. Fulcrum is correct. Well done. You are one for one in your rank of Master Quiz. Okay, Jeff, are you ready for question two? I am. Who is the pod racer whose pod stalls out before beginning the race in The Phantom Menace? It is the namesake of Ben um, Solo. Yes, which is? And his name is Ben Quagineros. That is correct. Well done, Jeff. <laughs> You're now two for two in your rank of master quiz. And that is an inside joke. I did not intentionally pick that at all. But Jeb has been talking about, like, whenever we talk about the Rank of Master Quiz, he's that, that's, like, the one thing that he remembers from, like, my possible questions is Ben Quagineros. <laughs> and um, and I, we've joked, and I had no intention of giving that to him, but the random number generator gave it to him. And so I heated the random number The generator. question chooses the... the exactly. Um, the one chooses the... Exactly. And lastly, you are two for two going into question three of your rank of master quiz what is the name of kit fisto's former padawan who was slain by general grievous he is a um mon calamari he is and his name is nadar hazeb that is Kazeb. very close to being correct and i will i don't know I'll, I'll give you both sounds because his name is nadar veb 
that oh. i'm giving you both sounds though so you get the and the um at the same time sure why not right okay they're gonna happen right now I don't know if that was confusing or terrible or what it was, but it definitely happened. Um, so, so, okay, Jeb, I'm going to say that you went two and a half out of three because you definitely knew okay. that Nadar um, was his name and you knew that he was a Mon Calamari, which is, which is very impressive. And I, I, I must say that I think that you, you pretty decisively earned the rank of master with, with this quiz. So congratulations. You are Thank the you. very Thank first you. ever... Uh, person to receive the rank of master on this podcast. So how how do you feel? I feel very overwhelmed. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell. And full of joy. I can tell your emotions. You can you can just tell. Like I I can I can I have to hold my emotions in my you, body. You you have the emotional range of Hayden Christensen himself, and I'm proud of you. <laughs> I'm very proud of you. Um, <laughs> um well thank y'all thank y'all so much for participating oh, and uh congratulations to both of you for for making it to uh both of your uh next ranks uh that's mm. that's that's very impressive mm -hmm. on both of your parts um do do either of y'all have anything else to say uh <laughs> cool okay so that's about all that i have for this episode but it wouldn't be a proper episode if i didn't leave y'all with just a little bit more all righty so do that again zach uh, i'll leave it in <laughs> um, so what i have for today's more is that jawas magnify their eyes using polished orange gemstones called okay Durand fire. Durand fire. And so Durand that's why their that's why their eyes glow orange under their hoods. Oh. <laughs> exactly. Um and yeah, for those of you who don't know, Jawas are the little hooded creatures that uh abduct R2D2 and C3PO uh, on Tatooine. We see them in the Mandalorian. Scavenge. Exactly. They're they're big scavengers. And uh and yeah. So and if you want to learn more about Jawas, you can go back to one of my uh one of my character or alien species profiles. I gave a little bit of information about them in there. Um, but that's about all that I have for this edition of the ability to speak does not make you intelligent. Uh, Zach, Jeb, do either of y'all have any other thoughts to give? You can also learn more about Jawas on the Twin Centox website homepage. That's very true. Um, mm. Yeah. So if you g scroll down, you can go to twinsuntox.wixsite.com slash twin dash sun. Uh, the first um, the first page, the homepage that you uh, get to, you can scroll down and you can find little profiles of all of the species that I have uh, done profiles of. Um, you can scroll through and find ones that you want to learn more about. You can click into them and see all the notes that I took myself and they're the notes that I used for the episodes that I made um, that, are, that are available for you to see there. Um, so I have four editions of them out right now if y'all want to check them out. Uh, you can find all of them in uh, a playlist on YouTube that I just made earlier today, actually. Um, and, uh, and yeah, they're all available to you there. Uh, once again, if you are interested, go ahead and look up Twin Sun Talks podcast on YouTube and then uh, subscribe and watch yep. all my videos and like all of them. Oh, yeah. That gives me a serotonin boost. <laughs> um, anyways, anything else, Zach? It was an honor to be here tonight. Thanks for inviting me. 
It was an honor to have you, my friend. Of course. Um, okay. Well, that being said, you've taken your first steps into a larger world. May the force be with you, and I will see y'all in the next episode. Bye, friends.